Welcome to episode number 44 of the Illini Basketball Podcast, halfway to 88, of course, as we get set to discuss the, what I would say, brutal loss uh, to the Maryland Terrapins on Sunday night. We did a watch party for the game. Um, so watch party games are 0-2 now. 0-2, oh, so it's not that's, good. Uh, that's not good. I don't know when we're going to do our next. We talked about maybe doing Saturday. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't um, know if we're ever going to do one again. Here's how I'm kind of looking at it. If they go – if when, when we do our next one, if they lose that game, I think we got to shut them down for the rest of the year. Unless we do like a Big Ten tournament type thing or something weird like that, which obviously the NCAA tournament, we're not doing a watch party on those because that's like a very, you know – Special thing, and we don't want to ruin it by jinxing them by us doing a watch party. Apparently, yeah, we, yeah, when we do them, definitely don't want to jinx them then, <laughs> especially and, if they keep losing when we have them. I mean, their two worst losses of the year were probably on the watch party, things. yeah. I mean, this one was definitely the Way worst. worst loss yeah, of the year. yeah. Um, I'm they opened up as an 11 point favorite, first of all. So, I mean, I just can't believe how bad my hair looks right now. That's fine. We'll just uh, keep going. Rolling, bro. The people on the podcast will need to see that. But uh, Friday, we aren't going to tell you exactly what we're doing, but at 10 a.m., we will be live on Friday. So uh, stay tuned for Big that. Surprise. Um, Big surprise coming. It's going to count as episode 45, but it's not really a full-on episode. It's something a little bit different. You'll see on Friday, 10 a.m. Make sure you be there. But let's get into this game. Uh, Illinois, Maryland. 66-63 loss after being an 11-point favorite. Uh, disappointing, to say the least, I would say. Yeah, this was uh, not not a fun second. You know, they had that great second half against Northwestern and thought they were figuring things out. And then they just completely, I don't know, fell apart uh, second half of this. Uh, 63 points, I think, is the lowest they've scored all year. Uh, so, can't do that at home, especially uh, – we did. You thought that Maryland was going to score sixty three, but we we thought Illinois was going to win this one handedly. Uh, and the big news was Ayala was out of this game. So once that popped, you know, you, you think Illinois is just going to roll over them. Um, maybe the players thought they were going to roll over them. I'm really not sure, but uh, it was it was not great. Um, Their best guard out, and you don't win the game. It's just bad. Yeah, yeah. You can't lose that game. Um, you know, and, and Maryland's only other win is against Wisconsin, but Wisconsin faced a different Maryland um, than Illinois faced. So. A better Maryland, yeah. Yeah. And another thing is, like, after the way that you lost to Maryland in both games last year, you come out and lose to them when this time you're clearly a better team. I mean, it's just disappointing. Really yeah, is. Um, player of the game. Uh, I I think there's only one guy really that was even deserved of it. Uh, Kofi, uh, 21 points, 10 rebounds, eight of 10 from the field, uh, five of six from the stripe. So his free throw shooting is getting better. Uh, 21 points, like we said, two blocks and only one turnover. So uh, he took care of the ball down low. Uh, second half, however. It was like, what happened? Um, only got the ball twice or only put two shots up, made them both. Um, two for two in the second half is what Kofi went. So I don't know what happened with the coaching and everything else, but we talked that Kofi should dominate this game and he was dominating this game. And then Illinois just completely went away from him. Um, relied heavily on Curbelo. Uh, when when Frazier got hurt, 
and that just it wasn't good for the team. So I don't know what my dog's doing, <laughs> sitting on the chair. Well, but, it's the way she goes with that one. Uh, technical difficulties, you know how how it is. You know we're not uh, you know hundred percent professional, but it, <laughs> we can't be. I got dogs. <laughs> I don't see, I don't know if anyone has a problem with that. I don't really want them to watch, but <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Uh, I also had Kofi yeah. as player of the game via your selection, which I was going to go yeah. with it anyway. Um, but let me just say this about this game and something that I don't understand. And I don't know if we're going to get into this later or we're going to talk about it now, but I have a banner ready to go with this thing and I kind of want to throw it on there. I mean, <sighs> How on earth is it possible? You have two freshmen. One of them is a playmaking point guard. He'll get you – he'll he'll make a lot of great plays passing. He'll make some mistakes. He's a freshman. That's what happens typically with freshmen. But how is it possible? We're going to talk about this now. We're going to talk about it now. How is it possible that Adam Miller has six shots, makes three of them, and Curbelo has 12, and I think Curbelo was, what, four for 12? Yeah, four for 12. Um, I, I believe that he didn't make a basket in the first half, and then he took 10 in the second half. Terrible. Kofi took two shots in the second half, and Curbelo takes 10? I mean, I mean, I love Curbelo, and he's a freshman, and I get it, but but part of it may be on him. Part of, it, part of that has to be on coaching and, and realizing what the heck's going on. Uh, a lot of people were hating on Curbelo for not passing and all this other stuff. Uh, he did take two threes and didn't make them. He's shooting 20% from three. I think that he needs to slow down a little bit. One of them was a Georgie three. He is not. Yeah, it was not good. Um, he's not. When you have Adam Miller and Trent Frazier and DeMonte Williams, there's no reason for Curbelo to do anything but distribute the ball and find gaps in the offense. And the logical thing with Trent being down in the second half of this game, the logical thing is that Miller and DeMonte, especially Miller, who was three for six, gets more shots. Right. I don't understand it. And you think Underwood would tell Curbelo to stop shooting the ball, get it inside to Kofi, do what was working? Because every time Kofi touched the ball in the first half, he basically scored with ease. And he's so good at doing that. Um, You know, but he gets under the hoop. Uh, and I've talked about it pretty much every time and he gets kind of lost and he did that a lot this game. Um, you know, he still, he played okay besides shooting too much. Honestly, he only had one turnover. Uh, he had two steals, so he's doing things that he should. I do feel like him playing a majority of the second half with Frazier out hurt the defense a little bit. They let, uh, more, was it more um, yeah. score set like uh, 15 in the second half. So uh, I think that was part of it. Um, and, and, you know, Io after the game, he's, he's a leader. So uh, he was talking about Curbelo uh, and he said, uh, next shot mentality. I trust him a lot. I believe in him a lot. So next, next shot, some days the ball doesn't go. You have to fall back on what you put working on. So, I mean, Io was okay with it because Curbelo did take that fadeaway in the paint after a timeout late in the game that, I mean, again, Io, Kofi, Adam Miller, take those shots. Curbelo, find somebody is kind of kind of my thought. So He got completely out of control in this game. Yeah. And yeah. 
it's going to happen, I guess, him as a freshman, but the coaches have got to hone him in. Yeah, a little bit. Um, he did go out immediately after the game and was putting up shots. Uh, good old hashtag line. I was giving him crap saying that he needs to be passing the ball to people instead of putting up shots. Um, you know, that I'm sorry. That's what you want out of a kid. You want a kid that that realizes him his mistakes, and he goes out and he works on that. So all the guys that are hating on him for going out and working after a game, um, yeah, you know what you can do. So <laughs> uh, as far as Io, Io played every minute of this game. It says 40 minutes, never sat down. I think he might have taken, you know, 20 seconds or whatever. But, yeah, 40 minutes. Uh, nine of 23. So 23, pretty sure that's the most he's put up every or in all the games. I think 23 is his high. Um, he was three or four from the free throw line, had a team leading 23 points. Uh, didn't give him player of the game because nine for 23 and, and Kofi only getting 10 up is kind of not, not how it should be. I don't like it at all, but, uh, but it is what it is. Um, after the game, Io kind of recognized that. Um, he said, uh, we definitely should have got the ball to Kofi and got him more shots. Um, and, you know, I, it's just it's just Io needs to realize, you know, that he has other guys. Uh, not so much that he's playing bad or anything, but uh, distribution is huge. Um, you look at this game and, you know, we've – Illinois had four guys in double figures last few games. This game, they had four guys that didn't score a basket um, in DeMonte, Grandison, uh, Georgie, and uh, Frazier. So uh, you need to you need to rely, rely on your team a little bit more. Uh, but, you know, and Io did take the last shot of the game. Um we, you know, there were people who said, oh, good look. It was not a good look. It was not what he should have done. Um, There's still three and a half seconds left on the clock. And he, he kind of hit, like, was running into the shot, which was weird because it wasn't like it was a way downtown deep three or anything like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I I just don't think it was a good shot. And he, he said that he should have found somebody else. Um or at least got a better shot. So, um, do you want me to pull up our reaction to that from the watch? Do you have it? Yeah. I mean, I think I have it, and I could pull it up. I don't know if the audio will yeah. be on for that, but right. let me try to see if I can do that. Okay. Um, and this says in the screen, Io's last second shot was bad, and he knows it. So he knows it, which is good. I'm gonna get this here in a second, folks. Give me a second. I almost got it. Man, a lot of see. This is why we don't start half hour early. Yeah, a little out of a lot of order. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna be impressed when you do this. Huh? All right. Um, all right. Here we go. I think the audio is gonna work on this. We'll see. Let's see. We'll find out. Here we go. Find out together. Your audio check. Here we go. Ready? I'm ready. Quick and big things. Can you hear it? He's yep. Can you stop? <laughs> He's not messing. PS5 is being loud. Yeah. Corbello blew this game. 
Missed it. Missed. Let's go. Io shoot it. Not that shot. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the old fudge. The old fudge. Rip it off. Oh. And then you said, what are you doing? That's your shot. Uh, it was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. I I have no problem with Io taking it. Um, I do have a problem with three and a half seconds left. And uh, kind of it seemed forced. But I have a problem with the people on Twitter saying it was a good luck. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he uh, took that back, though. He did, which prompts for that. <laughs> but yeah, he quote tweeted and said, Upon further review, it wasn't a good look. And I he thought that there was less time left or something. But, yep. you know, you're a beat writer. You should know exactly what's going on in the game. But whatever. Hey, he owned up to it. Props for that. But that was yeah. a terrible shot. It wasn't as bad as the Missouri shot. No. But that was different circumstances. He thought that they were going to foul, which I, that's, I don't know. That's what I said. You got to use him as a decoy here. I He's think not so. the best three-point shooter on the team. He should be kicking that out to Miller or even DeMonte to take right. that shot because they're probably going to be open because Maryland's obviously keying in on Io because look at this team. Who's going to yeah. take the last shot every single time? Yeah, everybody's going to be guarding Io. Um, yeah, and, and DeMonte, I mean, he he had, I want to say a rough night, but a quiet night. Um, I think he shot 1-3. I don't know why I'm, I don't have my stats. He's wearing there. that thing on his right hand. I wonder if that's affecting um, his shooting. Like he's yeah, wearing like finger splint uh, or something. Yeah, he, he took one three. Um, the big thing about DeMonte, though, his defense was was good. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Um, they like I said, they did give Morcel 19 points and Scott 16 points. I felt Maryland like Maryland hit a lot of contested shots, too. They did, they did. In that second half, they they were making it seem like everything. Um, mm-hmm. but DeMonte pulls down nine rebounds, has five assists and a steal, so he's still doing what you want him to do. Um, even if he didn't make a few baskets, so I it just kind of a kind of a when I when I was talking about the third scorer a couple <laughs> a couple episodes ago and thought that it might be him, and then you know, like I said, we the team just had guys that weren't scoring uh, Sunday night. So um, Frazier, Adam Miller would have scored more if he would have gotten the ball. How about that? I agree. I He's agree. back. Um, Frazier uh, ended up hurting his arm. We kind of alluded to this a little bit. So we only played six minutes, six minutes in the second half. Um, I haven't seen anything on him if he's okay or. Well, he came back. He came back, but he took one shot up. Yeah. Yeah. And I I don't really understand why he had to come That was the only three he took all game. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's maybe it's a blessing in disguise that the game tomorrow is not going to happen. And now he gets more time to gets rest. A little more time. Yeah. I would be surprised if he's not starting on Saturday. I think. Yeah, I think that he's okay. But um, yeah, he, I mean, he had five assists, two steals, so he he was playing well in the first half. Um, Io did say on Frazier uh, not having him at the end of the game. Uh, we definitely missed him down the stretch, being out there making winning plays. So um, definitely having that senior out there on the court instead of maybe Curbelo, uh, you know. Frazier is not going to take that shot that Carbello took in the lane um, when it matters. So um, you talked about Miller and how well he played. He's continuing to improve, really liking his his defense and his hustle. Um, So even if shots weren't going, um, I wouldn't be mad. Uh, But he was three of five um, from behind the arc. 
and had nine points. He did have three turnovers, so a little sloppy with the ball. But, uh, I mean, I, I feel like dribbling's not really his game. Um, yeah, he had, he had that, that BS travel call where he yeah. scored. I think yeah. that was BS. They had called a lot of wishy-washy travels that I would probably just let slide. I mean, I didn't even see what Miller did wrong on that. Like yeah. I don't, I didn't see anything to call there, and that was that would have been two more points. But he has to get the ball more, and I think he's probably been the third or fourth best player on the team in the last few games because he's playing on agree. both ends yep. and he's shooting the ball a lot better. And like I said earlier, the fact that he got six shots total and Trebello got twelve can't happen again. No, no, that's not that's it not should be the other way around. Um, yeah, that's a, I mean, even if Miller would have taken 11 threes again, which I think is exorbitant amount of threes, <laughs> but, um, it, I think it would have been better than Curbelo taking 12 layups or whatever they were. Um, but yeah, uh, and then the, the other big thing was the bench, uh, literally did nothing. Um, didn't really play much. Georgie had eight minutes. Grandison had six and Hawkins had two. Hawkins should have played more. So I, I did, like Underwood gets in these phases where he just his his rotations are terrible. He forgets. I don't know if he forgets that guy's play on the team or what. But uh, I mean, you, you know, Georgie had one rebound, didn't make a shot. Um, Underwood did say that he should have put Georgie in more when Maryland had the smaller lineup. Um, I, I don't know how you see that after the game. I don't know how Underwood doesn't like he is just not that great making changes while the game's going on um as far as getting being a coach and trying to get the most out of a player yeah but the x's and o's and running offenses and things like that it it just it it annoys me i guess i'm trying to think of the word but um, you know, and then Grandison had one rebound, went 0 for 2 from the field. And then Hawkins plays two minutes. He makes his only shot. He gets an offensive rebound. He gets a steal. And then yeah. see you later. Never also, see you again. Minus 16 with Curbelo in the game. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, they needed Curbelo with Frazier out, but he just didn't play well. And it's he's a freshman. I know it's going to sound weak to just say, oh, he's a freshman. He had a bad game. Yeah, he had a bad game. It's a Big Ten game, learning experience, and hopefully he plays better from here on out. And I think this is the type of game that will maybe get them going a little bit of a run here. And I have this tweet here from Buzz King, who's a field of 68 bracketologist. I don't really want to say the word bracketologist in January, but I'll say it. (laughs) Um, He said this after the game on Sunday. Illinois has the feel of a highly talented team who will get burned early in the NCAA tournament if they continue to believe they can turn it off and on on a moment's notice. Then a comment says, talent's there, consistency isn't which I 100% agree with. Um, yeah. And that's the thing that I worry about with this team is that they – if I don't know if they have enough consistency, they haven't shown it, to put together a deep tournament run. Right. And that's a, that's the thing is there, there's no question that this team's going to make the tournament. Yeah. I mean, they should make the tournament. The question is, will they actually fight for a Big Ten regular season title? Um, losing this game – absolutely kills that yeah five and two but now you have to go be an iowa or wisconsin or a michigan or michigan state ohio state yeah and you have yeah you have to beat ohio state Um, here comes the big run too i mean the the first 
10 games in their Big Ten schedule were supposed to be quote-unquote easy. The Nebraska game's not going to happen. Then they have Ohio State, and I don't know who they play after Ohio State, but after that is when it really starts in terms of who they're playing. Um, and this is the big run. I mean, 5-2 and two is a good record in the Big Ten. I think they're in third place in yeah. the in the Big Ten, which is good, but they could easily be 7-0, and oh, and that hurts because, you know, Rutgers has been horrible since Illinois beat them or Illinois lost to them. Yeah. And – you can't lose this game to Maryland. But, you know, after this, you got Ohio State Saturday, Penn State Wednesday, and then it begins because then you have uh, <laughs> Michigan State, Iowa, Indiana, Wisconsin, Michigan, Northwestern, Minnesota, Nebraska, yeah, Wisconsin. They could go one and four over, over yeah. that run right there. Uh, so, yeah, I don't I don't know. They're, they're going to have to figure things out. Um, you know, I – I don't know exactly the answer. Um, Underwood said that they were bad in uh, in practice. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, I you, you hate practices to carry over, but you know how Underwood judges practices based, you know. So maybe that's why Hawkins didn't get any time. But um, basically, you're running out there with they. I mean, they basically played you know six guys, and one of the guys was hurt the whole second half. And one so, of the guys played 40 minutes. Yeah, and one guy played 40 minutes. So, um, Illinois, this number really astonished me. Nine of 20 on layups. They had one dunk. Kofi had one dunk. So Kofi needs to dunk the ball more. Yeah, and that's the thing is we talked about, you know, Curbelo to Kofi is a great thing to have, you know. We talked about it last game. It, it stops runs, and it can help kill runs. But I don't think Kofi had a basket in the last 8.30 of this game. Illinois only had two in the last 6.20. You can't – I mean, what a terrible – you know, Illinois has bad five minutes every game, five to ten minutes. You can't have it at the end of the game. Yeah, and you got to hope that this is a type of loss that, you know, makes them better because I, yeah. think, I think the Baylor loss was that. And I think the Missouri loss was that with the way they started in the Big Ten. Yeah. Rutgers, they shouldn't have lost that game. That There was a lot of circumstances in that game. There was a lot of questionable things that Illinois did down the stretch and the referees. You can't blame the refs 100%, but they yeah. affected the game with the free throw differential in yeah. that game. So hopefully I I think that this could be the type of loss that gets you going on that big stretch. You got to win some we games. We thought that the second half of Northwestern was going to get them going. Now, yeah, now but, we're going to lose this uh, game and we want them to get going. It's adversity, you know, that yeah, helps teams. Sure. Like the, um, the 05 team, they were just a different breed. It didn't matter. They could have gone right. feed. They could have gone 40 and 0, probably. Good regardless. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think, and oh, no. Underwood, Underwood did say that he was taking most of this loss himself, but I think he absolutely should. Um, yeah, he put that up there. Uh, he said uh, it was frustrating that we didn't get the ball to Kofi enough in the second half. I've got to do a better job. When he gets doubled and tripled, he can't turn it over. Kofi had one turnover. Yeah. Brad. Those, uh, those things don't go hand Come in hand on. in this situation. Yeah. So I don't, he, he talked about how bad practice was and how he needed to fix it. Like, I don't know if he, like, Come on. We were just talking about how he, you know, he turned the team around at Northwestern. I wanted to give him player of the game. And then he goes out and he, he, I mean, how do you just not tell your guys we're going to Kofi every time, every time I want Kofi to touch the ball. 
This was, a game, hard. this was a game where Kofi should have scored 30 yeah. plus. Easy. Yeah. Easy. So, yeah, I like I said, this it's just a bad, bad loss. Um, I, I wrote down, I don't even think I talked about it, but I wrote down this was a must-win game. And the only reason I think it's a must-win game is because of that schedule that we have coming up. So, so losing this game puts you behind the eight ball once you start getting into that tough schedule and you're going to lose games. Um, it, at least it puts you behind the eight ball in, is Illinois going to win a regular season title? Um, yeah. Are they going to make a deep run in the tournament? Um, maybe. It depends on what team shows up. Right now, they look like they could get beat first round, regardless of where they sit. So, yeah, I the good thing is I think they're good enough to beat any of those teams. So, um, on the stretch run, I think they could beat Iowa. I think they could beat Wisconsin. And if you lose the one of those games, if you lose to Iowa, or you lose to Wisconsin, it's not going to hurt your not resume. Um, I still think that they're they have a very good shot to get one of the f- top four seeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the NCAA tournament and one of the top four seasons in the Big Ten tournament. Right. Um, and they're the type of team that can get hot over a weekend and win the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, but, uh, we, but we were talking about winning the Big Ten title, and and now I don't know. I'd rather get to the Elite Eight or the Final Four. I agree. Over the Big Ten regular season title. Who cares? I mean, the, I guarantee the team that wins the Big Ten title will not get to the Final Four whether it's Michigan or Iowa or Wisconsin or whoever won't happen guaranteed. Are we going to go over these IO quotes or what? Yeah, we can. Um, IO, you know, he, he is the leader. Um, so of course he was the one that got a lot of questions after the game. Um, I'm sure. They're really hard hitting too. <laughs> um, he, I mean, basically he said any, things that anybody would probably say, but uh, he said, I think in the late game, we didn't make winning plays. We missed a lot of chances. We didn't play well enough down the stretch to win this game. Um, Also, we lost. We have to learn from it, watch a lot of film, and get ready for Nebraska. That's how the Big Big Ten is. And then his last one, I love my team. I love where we're at. Um, I definitely think we can play better. We will play better. Five and two in the Big Ten. It's just a bump in the road, the journey. Um, And then then he did make a comment on his last shot. me being a leader late game, I should have done better, a better job of getting either a better shot or being tough enough to step up and make it or getting a better shot for my teammates. I take the ownership there. So um, Io and Underwood are taking ownership of this loss. I feel like Co- that Curbelo probably is taking it, the, actually taking it though. Um, <laughs> You know, just just the mindset of him as a player. I think that he he understood um, that he he needs to do better and make better decisions, and and hopefully that will extend out through the rest of the season. Yeah, and this is a different tone from the Missouri game from Io after that shot. Yeah, yep, taking ownership of yep. it a lot more in in the Absolutely. situation, and he knows that. Obviously, he said it. He knows that that was a dumb shot because you probably had guys open there on that play and it could have been better and you had eight seconds but whatever we're over it it's over move on beat ohio state on saturday um we got a couple comments i didn't see that because i was looking at the schedule for the the (laughs) thing of the yeah uh what's this one no other press team set by this loss are we going to talk about fixing consistency at all well how are you going to fix consistency i mean i don't really know what they can do at this point how about they just get a different mindset of uh 
Well, I think part of that is Underwood. I mean, Underwood has to keep the team consistent. Um, you see at the beginning of some of these games that it is they are force feeding Kofi, and and over the last ten minutes of the game, they just didn't get him the ball. So I think it starts up top. You work on that. I don't know why people aren't upset. I'm uh, I'm upset about this loss. This is that like I said, I said this was a must win game um, to to keep a shot at winning the Big Ten title. I think their chances fell greatly after losing this game um, because you look at Michigan, who has a pretty easy schedule, um, and you look at teams like Iowa, who aren't going to lose a lot of games they shouldn't, and then um, Wisconsin, who is just a a senior team, and they know how to win games. So I think right now, Illinois, they're fourth, um, and and they're going to have to do a lot to get up in there. Yeah, what are the chances actually win a regular season title? I think Wisconsin's going to win. Wisconsin or Michigan will win the Big Ten regular season, and who cares? I mean, I I'm not as really an Illinois fan. I just want to get to the tournament. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. The thing is, though, you you we had so so much hype on this team, and maybe that's media's fault. Maybe that's Over-hyped, yeah. our fault. Um, but but you thought they were going to have a really good shot, um, yeah. but you can't lose to Maryland at home. You definitely had a reason to be hyped up about this sure. team, but I think it was a slightly overblown. I mean, at least to the point where it crossed the line was comparing it to 05, which I kind of did. I didn't do it that hard. A lot of other people were doing it a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm going to go ahead and I don't want to do this, but I'm just going to, Blame this loss on John Rothstein. You know, one game after he gives us a slogan, he doesn't do it again because they lose. That, so. might, be, might be his fault on this one. I don't want to, you know, do it. But as it says in the screenplay, and simple. This was the first bad loss of the season. Legitimately bad loss. I mean, Missouri and Rutgers are games you can't really call a bad loss because Missouri and Rutgers are good, better teams. Not better than Illinois, but good teams. Uh, but the way that they lost Missouri and Rutgers, you could classify as a bad loss. This was a bad loss in the sense that Maryland's not a very good team compared to Illinois on paper, which paper doesn't even matter in the Big Ten. (laughs) But Maryland's a lower-level Big Ten team, and Illinois played badly, so it's a double bad loss. So there you go. Welcome to the Big Ten. Any given night, as they say in the NFL, any given Sunday, any given night, anybody can beat anybody for the most part, except for Nebraska against anybody or Penn State. But, you know, that's how it goes. Speaking of Nebraska – Transition to this. Yeah. Illinois and Nebraska on Wednesday night postponed due to COVID-19 issues within the Huskers program. So thanks, Nebraska. I didn't even know they had COVID-19 in Nebraska. It's the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Nothing to do in that state. Yeah. Um, the the crazy thing about this is they played Sunday when uh, when Illinois played. Uh, they played Indiana. So, I mean, there's a good chance Indiana would have been affected by it, but. It doesn't seem that way. I haven't seen anything about that. Apparently not. Um, yeah, and this like Nebraska is the team you want to play after you have a bad loss. So it, it kind of stings a little bit, honestly. That well, how that weird is it that the that. two teams in the Big Ten that are clearly the worst, Penn State and Nebraska, are the only teams that have had issues with this? True. Both of them haven't won a game. So I think the Big Ten has the schedule built into where they could uh reschedule this at some point, right? I mean I think they built that into – I saw that on Twitter. Someone said they have 
Yeah, they, they, there's a, a time between the end of the season and the tournament, I believe. Yeah, so they can, they can make up games. As long as this is the only game that gets postponed in the Big Ten for Illinois, they should be able to get this one in and then play the full schedule in the Big Ten. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And thanks, Nebraska. I mean, what are you doing? But whatever. Um, so now Illinois has five days off, and they will take on Ohio State. And I believe this game is a home game, right? Yeah. I should have looked, but it's I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, so five days off. Ohio State plays Northwestern tomorrow, so they will have a, a less time off. So hopefully Illinois doesn't come out rusty like they did against Indiana and Purdue. Yeah, um, That can't happen because if that happens, you'll get probably fall behind pretty far. Um, yeah, it's at home. Ohio State is 9-3 and three overall, 3-3 three and three in the Big Ten. Uh, this game is at 11 a.m. on Saturday, so an early game. Why Illinois – 12 p.m. Central Standard. What does it say? It says 12 p.m. Central Standard on here, but I'm pretty sure it's at 11. Let's see what ESPN says. 11 a.m. Central. Well, Yahoo Sports does not have their stuff right. Well, Yahoo <laughs> surprise, Sports. Surprise. They even cover sports. I mean, seriously. Uh, they, I do like their stats breakdown. That's the only reason why I use them. So. Well, there you go. Uh, Haslametrically speaking, of course, as we put as the, we, the only one we ever use. I have a Ken Palm sat here in the middle of this, so watch out. Uh, overall, Illinois is 25th, or sorry, overall, Ohio State is 25th, Illinois seventh. So Illinois did slip behind uh, with Michigan and Iowa. So Illinois was third, and now they've dropped a couple, but uh, whatever, who cares, honestly. Uh, middle of the season, I'm not too worried about that until like mid February, which is when we'll start countdown to March Madness. So be ready for that. Um, offensive efficiency, uh, Ohio State 21st, Illinois 13th. And defensive efficiency is uh, Illinois at third and Ohio State 64. Now, I think I might have wrote that down backwards. Hang on a sec. I could have sworn Ohio State was 13th in offensive. Yeah, I wrote that down backwards. Ohio State is 13th in offensive efficiency. Illinois is 21st. So flip those. Um, So Illinois has a massive advantage defensively according to efficiency, which – not sure I see that, but, you know, whatever. Uh, the Buckeyes have three players averaging double figures. Uh, Dwayne Washington Jr., E.J. Liddell, and Justice Suing. Uh, they're a deep team, a lot of veteran players that uh, complement the young studs, such as Liddell. So they're an experienced lineup, and they have Seth Towns, I think, is playing now. He was hurt. I think he's playing now. The Harvard transfer um, is good. But they do have their starting point guard, C.J. Walker, is out indefinitely. Um as I messed up that and didn't put an A in front of a go. He's out indefinitely with a hand injury as of four days ago, according to their head coach, Chris Holtman. So could be without their starting point guard in this game. He missed the last game, but um, we'll see. Uh, So you look at their schedule. They did beat Rutgers twice this year. Um, They also beat Illinois State, UMass, Lowell, Moorhead State, Notre Dame, Cleveland State, UCLA, Nebraska. So – other than those two Rutgers win and a win over UCLA, their uh, schedule not too impressive in terms of their wins. Their losses aren't great either. Purdue, Northwestern, Minnesota, those are three Big Ten losses, but they aren't Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, um, right. Iowa losses. And and that's it. You know, Rutgers has kind of been uh, – They've been really – And those two games that um, – those two games at Ohio State beat Rutgers were recent – and pretty close together, like a couple games apart. 
and they've been sliding. I mean, they've had a lot of issues with Rutgers. Ever since they beat Illinois, they've been struggling. I'm not sure what Rutgers' uh, Big Ten record is, but uh, they have been slipping um, severely here. I mean, they really struggling, but uh, I think they'll, they're, they're good enough, talented enough to pick it up. But if you look at Rutgers right now, yeah, they're three and four in the Big Ten. So um, they've lost three games in a row. So, yeah. And they dropped out of the top 25, which is crazy because like two weeks ago they were 11th. But um, if we go to Ken Palm, which is apparently the greatest of all time because everyone who, uses Who uses Ken Palm? Amateurs? Per Ken Palm, Ohio State is 223rd in the country in adjusted non-conference strength of schedule rating. Illinois 74th. So Illinois would be top 10 in this stat if they uh, didn't play Chicago State, North Carolina, and in Ohio to start the season. Yeah. They didn't play Baylor, and if Duke was better, this would be higher. I had to get uh, games in, though. Can't. Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, Illinois' non-conference wins are – Chicago State, North Carolina A&T, Ohio, Duke, and that's it, right? Ohio State is like Illinois State, UMass, Lowell, Moorhead State, Notre Dame, Cleveland State, UCLA. Not that impressive. One really good one in non-conference. But um, I, I think that the teams that are like top five in the non-conference strength and schedule thing are like the really bad teams. I don't know who that would be, but like I don't even think Gonzaga's that high. You look at who they've played. And uh, yeah, Gonzaga's 99th in that. Uh, Villanova's 54th. So in the top 10, Illinois is third in strength of schedule rating. Uh, Texas is, uh, it goes Villanova, Texas, Illinois in terms of the top 10 teams on Kim Palm and their strength of schedule adjustment. You look at who's first in that stat, Sacred Heart. So yeah. The only power conference team. High school. Exactly. The only power conference team that is in the top like 25 in strength of schedule rating on Kimpom is Kentucky at 21. So, and Kentucky's back folks. You better watch out. They're going to make the tournament. They're four and six. Now you just wait. You just wait. Um, You'll see. Uh, let's look at the projected lineup for the Buckeyes. Uh, Jimmy Sotos, who's a senior who never plays averaging 1.1 assists. He started in the last game. So we'll see if he starts in this game. If C.J. Walker's back, he won't start. Uh, Dwayne Washington Jr., a junior, 6'3", 210, 15 points a game, three rebounds, two assists. He's a very good player. Uh, Kyle Young is 6'8", 225, forward, senior, 7.6 assists. Justice Suing, 6'7", 215, junior, 10 points, five rebounds, two assists. And, of course, E.J. Liddell, the Belleville, Illinois product, 6'7", 240, sophomore, 14 points, six rebounds, one assist. So 6'3", 6'3", 6'8", 6'7", 6'7". We've seen a lot of lineups like this. This is a Kofi game. Yeah. Uh, nobody – I mean, 240 is nothing for Kofi. Yeah. Trevion Williams was 250, had no chance. Yeah. Liddell is uh, – he's very good um, for only being 6'7 and yeah. playing down low. He's really good. Um, yeah, he would have been – it would have been nice to get him in Illinois. Exactly. Plus, he's Belleville, so it hurts a little more. Right. Um, right. But, yeah, Kofi should dominate. Um, if they give him know. the ball. Yeah. I feel like he might struggle, uh, as Underwood said, not turning the ball over. But um, you know, he's his hands have been better. His shot looks, you know, his touch has been better. So just hope that, uh, you know, hope they bounce back because, like I said, Nebraska would have been a great bounce back game, and 
we didn't get that game. So and you look at, it's going to be tough. And you look at like matchups here. I think I like, you know, having IO go against Justice Suing, who's 6'7, 215. I think you just throw DeMonte probably on Kyle Young, even though there's a big height difference. I think you can get help defense down low because he's not going to score very much. He's only averaging seven a game. And I think he's more of a defensive guy anyway. And then you have uh, whoever you want on the other two guards um, if Frazier's back. Now, if Frazier's not back, I'm assuming Curbelo's going to start. And that'll not send the hashtag Illini people into flames for no reason. <laughs> that'll be interesting. Uh, you look at the horrendous net rankings. Ohio State's 24th, Illinois 8th. So uh, we'll get into more of the net stuff and around the Big Ten. Uh, Prediction-wise, you have... I got Illinois hopefully bouncing back and scoring some points. Uh, I got them scoring 81 this game. Uh, I don't even know why. I should have just put it in the 60s. But uh, I got Illinois winning 81-75. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, but hopefully Illinois can pull it out. I'm going to go with this. Illinois 72, Ohio State 69. The game will be tied at 69. Five seconds left. Io goes down the floor. Is he going to shoot it? Passes it to Adam Miller. Ball game. Okay. There you go. And if like he, if that happens and Miller misses the shot, everyone's going to flip out about how Miller sucks and he shouldn't have taken a three and all this other BS, even though he's wide open. We'll see that happen for sure. Um, I'll, be, so, I'll be mad at you for telling Io to give it to him. Exactly. So there you go. And Io definitely listens, and he's probably thinking about what I just said right now. So exactly. um, hopefully he uh, takes it in stride. Um, let's see. The transfer that we wanted to see. Oh, yeah. Oscar Shubway from West Virginia is going to Kentucky. Good luck, as you said on the dock. (laughs) That's all I got. Are are you going to get to play as much as you would have in Illinois? No, probably not. I don't know what he's thinking. Like, they have, like, five power forwards. And you know what's interesting is Huggins said in an interview last week that it was 100% quote, outside influences that led to his departure from West Virginia. So, so what a mess. I mean, my God, how, how is it that outside influence can drive a player out of a, out of a, it just, it's so ridiculous. Like these, these guys, these handlers or whatever the hell they call them. I mean, geez, <laughs> what a mess. That's why I think Illinois should model themselves after Gonzaga in terms of how they, like, I don't want all these five-star divas who bitch about playing time and all this other crap. Get them out of here. I agree. And I think some people thought Adam Miller was going to be like that, but I haven't seen that. So nice try. Trying to frame the kid into being mad for not getting enough shots. Hashtag Illini for you. There you go. Props to Illinois beat writers, though. They don't really drive up any drama. I like that about them. When you don't ask hard-hitting questions, it's hard to get drama going. So they're good at that. So there you go with that. Um, I just want to go over, before we get into the round of the Big Ten, there are so many good college basketball games tonight. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Six o'clock, you got Wisconsin-Michigan. That's going to be a great game, hopefully. Yeah, I like Michigan in that game. I think Michigan's untouchable right now. Michigan's really good. We didn't think they were that good because of their strength of schedule, but my goodness, if they stay healthy. They're the, be- they're I mean, the best in the Big Ten if they're healthy. Yeah. It's not that they're bad, but – and they don't have an unathletic bird coaching them. Like oh, I Baylor, West Virginia got postponed. Yeah, Baylor is Baylor at a rough time. Again. I don't know if that was Baylor's doing it, but Baylor's had a rough time in getting games in. I'm assuming that probably is Baylor's issue. Um, 
Let me see if there's anything about that. I don't see anything about it, but I'm assuming it, yeah. They rescheduled. There's no reason why. But uh, then you got Duke, Virginia Tech's a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, even like Syracuse, North Carolina, both teams are unranked, but still a good game. Uh, and then you have Alabama, Kentucky, which is a huge game because Alabama has been very good. Alabama's ranked now, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think they're ranked in the top 25 according uh, to ESPN. But okay. um, if you look at where I have them, they're in my top 30, I believe. Uh, as of week seven, which I'll just tell you where Illinois is, because I'm sure most people that listen to this don't look at my rankings. Illinois is currently 16th. Had them drop nine spots. Uh, the AP only dropped them two, which is surprising. So they're 14th instead of 12. I think a lot of that had to do with a lot of the middle of the top 25 teams lost or won. So they couldn't move it around too much without looking stupid, which they're, they're pretty conservative when it comes to moving teams around anyway. Uh, I have Alabama at 27. Uh, they're nine and three. They've all, they're off to a very good start. I think they're top of the SEC right now, and Kentucky's playing a lot better. So that'll be an interesting game to watch at eight o'clock. And uh, and then uh, the other one I see is Kansas Oklahoma State. Yeah, Kansas is only three and a half point favorite. Yeah, Oklahoma State's good. They're just inconsistent. They had that game against West Virginia where they blew it with like a fifteen point lead with fifteen minutes left. Um, but the it looks like Texas might be the best team in the Big Twelve right now the way they're playing. Um, they buried Kansas a couple weeks ago at mm-hmm. Kansas. So uh, that'll be interesting. A lot of college basketball on tonight. And then uh, Illinois is back on uh, Saturday. And, uh, you know, hopefully they play that game Saturday. I don't know why they wouldn't, but uh, you never know, I guess, with uh, some of these situations. Um, I know Oregon just went on pause, so – starting to hit some of the bigger programs. Hopefully no one in the Big Ten that is a team that's actually going to win and make the tournament has this happen to them. So we'll see. Um, Let's go around the Big Ten before we end this. Um, Four teams in the top ten of the net for the Big Ten. You have Michigan 4, Iowa 5, Illinois 8, Wisconsin 10, 12 teams total in the top 60 with Ohio State 24, Minnesota 33, Maryland 35, Penn State 39, Purdue 40, Indiana 43, Rutgers 44, Northwestern 57. So I think as of right now, I think I'd put – I would put uh, nine teams in the tournament out of the Big Ten. Yeah. Um, pretty much the teams that I wouldn't have, the five would be Penn State, Nebraska, Northwestern, Michigan State, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. It's it's gonna tighten up eventually, and people we'll know more. Yeah, people doing hardcore bracketology right now. I mean, get over yourself. Stop doing it. It's ridiculous. Um, in other news, the net rankings absolutely suck. So that's always fun. I mean, what's ridiculous about the net rankings is number twelve in the net rankings right now is an eleven and zero Drake team. Drake hasn't played any quad one or two teams, that's, none, yeah. and they're twelve. Yeah. I mean, Michigan State being 84, they lost to to Purdue on Friday in a game where they were up big, and then they didn't score like the last 10 minutes or something. Yeah, Michigan State's 84th and Nebraska's 162. Uh, Michigan State's in trouble. Another ridiculous thing, Colgate at 20, they've played four games and none of them against quad one or quad two teams. And also, they lost to a quad three team. They're three and one, and they're twentieth. Like, what are we doing? 
I, you told me that team has a better resume than a uh, <laughs> than a seven and one UConn team that's two and one in quad one games, and they're twenty three spots ahead of UConn. Terrible. Makes no sense. Or Missouri? How is Missouri twenty fifth with a four and one quad one record? What are we doing? Mind boggling. Not right. Whatever it is. They got to figure out how to adjust this because if they mess it up so bad to where like Drake gets like a five seed, mm-hmm. we need to fire everybody on the committee. There's no way they do that, right? Well, they're 12 right now and it's mid January, so fix it quickly. Um, and I'll start doing my bracket stuff. Yeah, I'll start doing my brackets of the middle of February when we start the countdown of March Madness, of course. So be ready. Uh, six teams in the AP top 25 for Illinois. Um, Michigan is still top of the Big Ten at four and five and zero. Oh. Uh, four teams in the Big Ten are three and three, which is Ohio State, Purdue, Northwestern, Indiana. One of those teams will be four and three after the Ohio State Northwestern game tomorrow night, and that's all I have. So, um, Friday, ten a.m. episode forty-five special. You'll see what happens. Uh, excited for that, and then I'm assuming probably Monday or Tuesday we will do episode forty-six, which will be halfway to ninety-two. Uh, very exciting Maybe stuff. Maybe a watch party Saturday. We haven't really. Yeah, possibly. We'll figure that out. Um, if we'll we let do, you know we'll tweet it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll be back Friday with a special. And hopefully, the line I can take care of business on Saturday. And we'll see you on Friday at 10 a.m. Go, Line I.